Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. When you think about the world's greatest athletes, they often use coaching to help give them an edge. When you think about professionals and high-level CEOs and members of the C-suite, they also use coaching to get an edge. Oftentimes, coaching is centered around one thing, the mind. When you think about these athletes, the thing that separates the top elite athletes from the rest isn't always the physical abilities. It's the ability of the mind to push through and to be stronger, more resilient than their competitors. The same is true for business leaders all around the world. My twin brother and I are thrilled to share some ideas about what it means to have a great mindset, dare I say, a leadership mindset. Coaching that we've incorporated into our practice is centered on helping the leaders we work with to get that edge. We don't focus directly onto the business because we believe that if you can get the leaders to understand who they are, to get strong in their mindset, then the business will follow. This is what mindset coaching is. It's a combination of helping them to see themselves as they are and accepting who they can be. We're thrilled to be able to talk to you today about leadership of the mind, mindset coaching. Mindset is a condition, a set of beliefs that drive your behavior. Let's look at a few of these. How much time are you spending working on your mental and emotional health? Where's your focus? Are you stuck in the past? Are you living in the present? And are you considering your future? When you think about your mindset, ask yourself this question. How's your self-talk? No one verbally can challenge and destroy and tear you down as much as you can. Don't allow yourself to create a negative self-conscious belief because what you say to yourself internally is how you're going to project yourself externally. It's important that you develop your mind subconsciously, focusing on what you want to see of yourself in order to be able to project the right type of leader that you're going to be for yourself and your organization. So I want to share this one thing before you share a couple thoughts, Dan, that asking for help, asking for coaching is not a sign of weakness. To me, it's a sign of strength. Whatever you see yourself looking for external help, external support, that is a moment to say, I'm looking for coaching to develop a stronger mindset, a stronger outcome, so that I can be a better leader for myself and for the organizations that I serve. 
This is Danny. Dave, thanks for saying that. And I totally agree with you. When we think about the greatest athletes in the world who make the most amount of money in their profession, did you know that they all have coaches? Did you know that they still seek help? Even Tom Brady, who's considered to be the GOAT of uh, quarterbacks in the NFL, yeah. will sit down and talk to Byron Lef Lefwich on the sideline. So they always have someone they talk to to get assistance with. How is my release? How is my angle of my arm? Am I rotating too much? Am I falling back? Am I leaning forward? Am I stepping into the throw? These are all things that sometimes we forget. How are we doing? And sometimes having a coach can help us fine tune that. Did you know organizations worldwide spend about $356 billion in leadership development efforts? Yet, according to the Brand Hall Group, a human capital research and analyst firm, they surveyed 329 organizations in 2013, founding that 75% of the organizations rated their leadership development program as not very effective. So why are companies getting more bang for their leadership development buck? Because most leadership development efforts overlook a specific attribute that is foundational to how leaders think, learn, and behave. This is called their mindset. Look, on the side, I'm a fraction head of sales and marketing for a lot of SaaS companies. But I also run my own white label SaaS marketplace. And together with my identical twin brother, we run a sales enablement and training organizations. And I will tell you that some of the biggest hurdles that I face, some of the biggest hurdles that we both face are organizations that refuse to spend or allocate funds to training and coaching their leaders. Now, yes, they will spend money on coaching sales reps, on business development reps, on inside sales reps, on how to make cold calls, how to develop a call script, an email script, but they tend to forget that CEOs need mindset coaching. They tend to forget that sales managers, sales directors, VP of sales get promoted to that position because they were excellent in the previous role, but they were never coached and trained for the current role that they're in. So just to close numbers, is that what it's all about? Just to go make calls? Just to increase shareholder value? What about building the foundation so that everybody on the team grows together? This is the big reasons why organizations do not succeed or get stagnant or fail to grow is because they don't invest in mindset coaching for their leaders. Dave, you coach C-suite all the time. Do you also have the same problem helping them to see the importance of having people like you in their lives, people like you to help their business grow? What do you think about all this? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why 
at Meetup and DSP Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Dan, I appreciate you sharing that. And oftentimes, I'll work with my clients to understanding their history and their past. Some of them were athletes. Some of them played in musicals or they were theater majors. And some of them just understand the importance of getting that competitive edge. But we talk often about what could be holding them back. And we talk about blockers. And Dan, we're talking about blockers of the mind. There, now, there are four types of blockers. I think two that are external, two that are internal. The, the internal blockers are what we do to ourselves or what we allow. And we talk about thinking, the negative thinking that can take a psychological toll, the negative thinking that can create negative energy and negative beliefs. But the internal blockers, I look at it from this, because the external, you can't control it, okay? But the, the internal blockers, I kind of look at it like an acronym of FAIL, F-A-I-L. Fear, this is the number one internal blocker. It's centered around feelings of being safe or not being safe. And that, to me, is the number one thing I tackle with my clients. When you think about that fear, it's like a healthy fear that could keep you safe because we were psycho- we were designed to be that way. But there's also a sense of fear that prevents us from living the lives that we're meant to be. Right. Think about fear from this standpoint. We have fears. We have assumptions. That's the second letter, A. Assumptions, it's, a, it's an indicator of what we think will happen. We're assuming something's going to happen. And we assume oftentimes the worst. I think about I, that's the third letter in fear, and that's interpretation. We can interpret something that's not necessarily true. It's misinterpreting the signs. Here's an illustration. We can all see the same picture, yet we come to a different conclusion. We've got to be able to make the appropriate judgments. And that's where the last one, L, comes in. It's limiting beliefs. Hmm. Give an example. It could be, well, I've not been a CEO for X amount of years, so therefore, I'm not credible to lend my opinion. Or I've never seen a woman president of the United States, so therefore women can't become presidents. Mm. That is not true. None of those are. But those are limiting beliefs. And we've got to be able to challenge that by asking ourselves the question, what are we saying to ourselves? How are we talking to ourselves? That's why it's so important that we challenge that right away from the very beginning. But Dan, to go into what you're saying, here's what I look at. We wonder this thought here. We ask this question. Why is it important to focus on mindset? 
I believe there are two different types of mindsets we could have, and we could break this down in multiple ways, but let's look at it from these two perspectives. Number one, growth and fix mindset. And then number two, a learning and performance mindset. If you don't mind, I'm going to break this down a little bit more, Dan, by talking about what I mean. A growth and fixed mindset. Here's what I want to say about this. A growth mindset is like a belief system that people, including you, you can change your abilities, your talents. You can go after learning and education, but those fixed mindsets in a way can't change beyond your own ability to accept who you are. Decades of research have found that those with a growth mindset are more mentally primed to approach and take on challenges. Those with a fixed mindset tend not to go beyond their comfort zone. The people with a growth mindset or the leaders with a growth mindset, they accept feedback. They're willing to adapt. They, They literally will see a problem as an opportunity to overcome, find a new opportunity for their organization. And they're willing to put in the effort to accomplish their goals. Number two, we talk about the learning and performance mindset. A learning mindset involves being motivated to increase your competence. You're mastering a new skill. You get excited that even though technology is growing and changing at an unbelievable rate, you go with the flow. You find it to be an exciting opportunity for you. This this performance mindset, rather, involves being motivated toward gaining favorable judgments. They don't look at negativity as a way to hold them back. Leaders with a learning mindset compared with those with a performance mindset are mentally primed to increase their performance, their confidence, and they engage in deep learning strategies. They seek out feedback, and yes, they exert more of an effort. They're persistent. They're willing to cooperate, and they perform at a higher level. You know, David, this is Danny. Um, you know, after coaching and consulting many companies and many leaders, I've found that CEOs or leaders that have a fixed mindset, it kind of creates this culture of, amongst the employees, right? Real. They can't express their thoughts, their ideas. And they have this fear, this, this aura that's been developed in the organization because it's not a growth mindset. It's kind of fixed as if I can't come out with ideas outside the box. It has to be the same thing that we've done every day. I can't raise my hand and tell my leader about what I'm looking at, what I'm seeing, what the what the stats are showing, what the trends are looking like, because it doesn't fit with what we've been doing. So it's this almost, I can't really put my hand to it, but it seems like every single time I meet with executives that don't have this freedom of willing to grow, willing to look at their mindset and change their mindset, there's this culture that's been developed where people are just in fear and they're, they, it's just not, it's just not good. It's, it seems like a cloud. Do you, have you noticed that when you go to organizations, when the, the leader is just not open, not moldable, there's this fear that, you know, even with me, uh, it's like, Hey, if you don't get the results in three weeks, I'm firing. you. I don't care about this contract. I'm signed. I'm going to fire you. If you can't get the result. And then I started thinking to myself, wait, are you trying to lead me, the consultant? And you're trying to put fear in me? Wait a minute. And then spending time with the employees, I'm realizing, well, the whole company's led this way. Have you seen that too, David? Yeah, I have, Dan. It's, it's amazing when you start to do a 
what I call organizational assessment, you really learn a lot about the culture of the company, everything from the attitudes or the mindset of the leader to the perspective of the employees. And you got to develop a culture where people can speak their mind. And I've seen too many organizations where the leader says, come fix my people, come fix mm-hmm. them. When the reality is we've got to fix the leadership. And yes. if we don't get the leadership to change their perspective, it's hard because we all want to have the right objective. We all want the right focus. We all want to see the organization grow, but it's mm-hmm. got to grow with the right mindset. And it begins with leadership. And if leadership can develop the right culture, I believe you're going to see more and more thriving organizations because people are not afraid to grow with their organization. I totally agree with you 100%, David. This is Danny. I, I, want, to, I want to just really think about one of the greatest transformations I've seen in a while. And as you know, we are a Microsoft partner we really put a lot of investment in the Microsoft ecosystem. And I remember right before COVID hit, we had a conference in Vegas. It's the Microsoft's Inspire Conference, right? It used to be called WPC, World Partner Conference, and they changed to Microsoft Inspire. But I picked up this book. And I don't know if our audience can see it. I apologize. So it's called Hit, Hit Refresh, The Quest to Rediscover Microsoft's Soul and imagine a better future for everyone by Santa Nadella, the CEO. So from 2001 to 2014, Microsoft's market capitalization stock price largely stayed the same, right? But in 2014, when Santa Nadella took over, he made it his mission to revamp the leadership and the culture at Microsoft. And Dave, you were just talking about the culture of an organization, the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset culture. You were just talking about it, right? In this book, Hit Refresh, and I, this book called Hit Refresh, Santa Nadella explains that mindsets, particularly growth mindsets, were his primary focus when revamping Microsoft. I mean, he brought in Simon Sinek, right? I mean, everyone knows that. Start with why. I mean, why is it important to start with why? You got to understand your core belief. Santa brought in an outside consultant. He's like, look, everybody's going to focus on growth mindset. And if you don't have the same focus, you can't be part of the leadership team. you got to retire or you got to go find another job. So with this leadership, Microsoft's market capitalization and stock price more than tripled, David. It just it more than tripled just by changing from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Oh, my gosh. I remember the days at Microsoft. I mean, if you were caught with an iPhone or a BlackBerry, they told you to leave. And if you don't get it, if you if you don't get a Microsoft phone, you are fired. I remember that. I was like, oh my God, you better not walk into that room with a MacBook, right? I mean, there's this whole mindset. It's like 100 percent bleed, eat, live, drink, go to sleep. It's all Microsoft, right? So I just want to say that this growth mindset. It's just one example, just one example that if organizations today invest in their leadership development, it will pay off. I mean, look at Microsoft. It is valued at a trillion dollars right now. It's unbelievable. The fastest growing quarter last quarter, the fastest growing year last year, investing and putting it all into the cloud, investing into their partner network. It's a difference in the mindset. Satya even said this. He said in his book, let me, let me read it real quick. I don't want to misquote it. He said, 
An empathetic leader needs to be out in the world, meeting people where they live and seeing how the technology we create affects their daily lives and their daily activities. So what he's basically saying is leaders need to get out and be with the people. They need to be able to have this growth mindset, this growth mindset that you talked about in the very beginning, David. I think you also said that what was important is this learning versus performance mindset. He went out to learn what do people want? What do users need? How are they using Microsoft technology in their lives today? And then adopted, he adopted everything to make sure that people can grow. I, I think that's fantastic. Uh, a new CEO comes in. Microsoft was stagnant for almost 14 years. And the time he came in, he implemented a growth mindset and they tripled, tripled the company's, um, they just to triple the company's revenue. I'm, I'm thinking about that. I was like, oh my gosh, triple and increase the market capitalization, triple. It was one thing if you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a million dollar company. I, you know, I triple that. Can you imagine tri tripling billions of dollars? I, that's unbelievable. Dan, I, I, I'm really getting inspired by this because it reminds me of how much we can resist. We can resist success. And to me, when you have that growth mindset, like he had, he was willing to say, let's shift here to incorporate the entire organization because we believe at the end of the day, we have better, greater goals. And I think about the whole adage in the sports world where they're using statistics now and they're, they're looking at crunching the numbers and we talk about Moneyball, right? But the mm. Oakland Athletics, they're, they're trying to incorporate different strategies to make sure that the team as a whole is more successful because the thought is that we grow collectively, not just individually. And I think that's what's so important about what you've shared. And that's why organizations need to focus more on how can we have a growth mindset, not just a performance mindset. How can we have more than this idea of just going with the status quo or just going with the flow? So I'm really inspired by that because I think about these incredible leaders that we work with, Dan. I think about these incredible athletes. How do we get that edge where we break that $1 million mark? Mm. Sometimes it's just one little tweak. And it's not oftentimes what we do, it's how we consider our thinking. Mm. Do we believe we're going to be big? Do we believe we're going to hit that mark? Do we believe we're going to overcome? Because for everybody that's out there and they see tragedy, that's really an opportunity for someone else. When COVID came, Dan, and this health pandemic hit us, it rocked us globally. So many businesses were challenged. So many businesses closed. So many businesses, what we call failed. Mm. But there were those opportunistic businesses, businesses mm. that took advantage of that. Zoom skyrocketed it because people understood that we've got to live in a virtual platform. And even as we're coming through this, you're still seeing are organizations out there using virtual platforms, Microsoft Teams, uh, Zoom, BlueJeans. These are all these platforms are still being used in an unbelievable way to capture this new opportunity. So we've got to have growth mindsets because this world is changing. Technology is changing. And our clients need us to continue to change. Our employees and organizations need us to continue to change. So don't be afraid of growth embrace it. Change your focus, change your mindset, because that's what's going to help us to get to the next level. Dan, you quoted 
the great Microsoft CEO. I'm going to share a couple of quotes as well, if that's all right. Sure, go for it, bro. Being positive in a negative situations, not naive, is actually leadership. If your actions, this is by John Quincy Adams, if your actions inspire others to dream more, to learn more, to do more and become more, you are a leader. So it's not just the title, it's the actions and what you do. Here's another quote by Andy Stanley. As a leader, you will be called upon to go first. That will require courage. But in stepping out, you will give the gift of courage to those who are watching. It's so important that we realize that our growth isn't just for us. It's for the organization. It's for the people that we lead and the people that we will inspire. I want to close with a couple of thoughts, Dan, and, and please, by all means, add a couple of your own. I want to call those who are listening to our podcast. I want to call you to make a decision today. Don't stay on the sideline and have incremental growth. Embrace tremendous growth. Be willing to call us, reach out to us. Ask us about executive coaching. Ask us about how to challenge you mentally to look at your own mindset and to say, what does it mean to have a leadership mindset? What does it mean to have a growth mindset? What does it mean to go beyond our individual comfort zones? We want to support you. We want to work with you because we believe today is the time to push yourself and your organization to another level. There's too many opportunities out there for us to stay the way we are. Think about it. Embrace it. And make sure that you yourself have a leadership mindset. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E. W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. David, those are some fantastic quotes. I love them. And I want to read from the book again um, because I thought it was just fantastic, right? It says here, hit refresh is an astute contemplation of what lies ahead from a consensus deliberative leader searching for improvements for himself, for a stored company, and for society. I just think that's fantastic that 
Satya decided to say, look, I'm going to focus on making sure I change and improve myself, improve Microsoft, who has a great story. I mean, think about it. He went and changed the whole branding, the whole go-to-market strategy, the whole thought process of making sure that he's being deliberate for not only his company, but for the people that use the technology. And it says here, how do we help people whose jobs are replaced by AI agents and robots, right? AI is artificial intelligence. Will users trust their AI agent with all their information? If an agent could advise you on your work style, would you want it? This is what makes the book like Hit Refresh so valuable. Satya has charted a course for making the most of opportunities created by technology while also facing up to the hard questions. These are problems that leaders have today. They refuse to face the hard questions and say, me, me first. They want to blame other people. I see it all the time. Well, the sales aren't doing well. It must be that sales rep. Fire that sales rep. Look at his numbers. Look at her numbers. Marketing's not doing their job. Fire that marketing rep. Fire that. And then instead of the leader looking at themselves first, hey, what can I do to have a growth mindset? What can I do to have a learning mindset? And then what can I do to get the organization to do that? To do that? And Dave, you said it first. A leader will be called upon to go first. How many times have we watched a movie where, you know, we see Braveheart or somebody else leading the charge to victory and they go straight head on and everybody's like, oh, I guess I better go too. And they all charge in. I mean, think right. about it. If everybody waited for somebody to do something, they would be not able to move a muscle because of the fear. I mean, it is battle. We're in battle. And so I love your quote that you said. Being positive in a negative situation is not naive. It is leadership. I believe that's what you said. It is leadership. So I, I really am going to make sure that everyone follow what David said. It's the challenge. Go subscribe. Go follow us on our channels. Call yourself higher first. Seek growth. And because of that, your followers will follow you to victory. Dave, this is awesome. Glad that, you know, just the two of us got together today. And we forget that, you know, Dave has some insights too. He's got some experience as a leader. It might be good just to get the knowledge from you being a business coach. So I love that. I love that we were able to do this together today, Dave. Same here, Dan. I really am honored that we can do a program together, that we can work together. We can produce content that will support other leaders out there. And I want to really thank the people that follow our program the people that really give us the opportunity to share from our perspective as individuals and as twins. There's a guy named Adam Stone. He's a magician. He does corporate speeches, corporate workshops. He works with youth. And he said something interesting. He said, what a wonderful podcast. It, I've been listening to podcasts for years, and this one is definitely in my top three. We got to get it to number one. He said, these brothers are highly intelligent, talented interviewers, the guests are interesting and to provide a wealth of knowledge. I love this podcast. Adam, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for reaching out to me personally and for the conversations that we've had, because in so many ways, he's looking at fine tuning his own presentation skills so that he can hit corporate America in a different way. So Adam, thank you for listening to our program. I want to thank you guys for following Twins Talk It Up. Thank you for subscribing. Please reach out to us. Consider sponsoring this program so that we can continue to bring you great content and incredible guests. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Twins Talk It Up. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. 
Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.